BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. All right, fam, we did it. Teffy is on the show. If you are like me, you love Teffy. You follow her across all of her socials. She's like that big sister energy. You just want to be her best friend. You can't get enough of her. She is everywhere. And I love her. I've loved her for so long now. And quite honestly, I was a little nervous for this interview because I didn't want to like fangirl too hard, if you know what I mean. But she is just wonderful. She's just so much fun to be around. Her knowledge of pop culture is truly like nothing I've ever experienced before in my life. And I was so happy to just sit down and like have fun with her. This is a chit chat, feel good combo. We could have gone on for hours. You put two ADHD girls in a room. And let me tell you, sometimes it's hard to land the plane. So the conversation goes everywhere. But I had so much fun with her. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I did. Teffy, I'm really excited to have you. I'm really excited I, to have you <laughs> to be here. No, I will say I posted this on like my close friends. I'm mm-hmm. like, I have to chill a little because I love you. I love you too. Love your content. And, and I love I'm your like, son. I, <laughs> <laughs> I love your son so much. You're one of the few people who know I don't share him on social media. Okay. So people are probably like, what the fuck is she talking mm-hmm. about? I was just showing Teffy videos of him. Mm-hmm. I have loved your content for a long time. Thank you. There's something about you that speaks to me because I think you say it how it is. It's my Leo moon. I also just like the attitude feels very, I can just tap into it all. We can tap in. I love it. I've loved your content for a while. So I'm very excited to have you here. I've never really believed in privacy. I heard one person (laughs) say that and like I was in England years ago and they're like, what, whatever happened to privacy? And I said, that is literally so elegant. And then he was like, somebody else said herbs. And I said, that is the ugliest fucking thing I've ever <laughs> heard in my entire life. But I think it's because I'm like very, I don't know. I feel like now I tap into privacy a little bit more because some things I'm like, they don't need to know that. Like when well, it comes to like bigger, well, there are some stories that like, I would never want to tell like my brother's story for him. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, or if something were like to affect my mom or whatever, like, Sometimes like where I grew up, you know, I grew up in at Coral Gables, but Miami is extremely diverse. And so, but sometimes online, I think people think that you're only like deserving of like good things. If you've like really struggled, oh, like if you like yep. slum dog millionaire, mm-hmm. like lame is my, so if they were to find out that like you were never, you know, starving or like mm-hmm. panhandling. They're like, what the fuck? And you it's, don't deserve this. It's crazy. But but for me, they'll be like, where are you from? And I'll say, oh, I'm from Coral Gables. And if you Google it, it's like one of the most affluent neighborhoods in Miami, right? But Coral Gables has an arc, like an arc, a coral arc. That sounds so, cr- it's very Game <laughs> of Thronesies, but it says like, welcome to Coral Gables. And that's where like Cayocho is. And Cayocho is like a very historic, okay. you know, um, street. It's where all the Cuban people are like, that arc like separated Cayocho from Coral Gables and I was that house. So like my mom worked <laughs> really hard as a single mom to like keep us in that zip code. But to like tell that to people would sound like I'm like betraying her a little bit. Like yeah. I'm not, I don't want to make it sound like we were like, bless us all, everyone, like Tiny Tim. Like we weren't like that right. either. But like I wasn't, I didn't, if I broke my phone, I was fucked. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it wasn't like something where I was like, I want the golden goose daddy. It wasn't like that either. But my mom worked really, really hard to keep us in that zip code so we can have an education. 
She didn't foresee me dropping out four times, but I like Wait, to keep I her on her toes. That. <laughs> I fucking love that. Can, I need more context. So, how did you drop? Like, how do you drop out four times? Oh my god! So when I was in high school, I went to Coral Gable Senior High. Go Cavaliers! <laughs> and when I was like a sophomore, I was totally flunking out because I, I'm like the dog and up. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That I was like, yeah. I was hiding under your porch because I love you. <laughs> Squirrel. Like I'm very much, and I was not diagnosed with ADHD. I think it's like very obvious that I have ADHD, but so do I. I'm still medicated and alas. Same. I was diagnosed, you know? but I didn't like the way the medication made me feel. So I was like, I'll figure this I out. I love it. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to tackle that later. I know what it is. I know what I'm taking and you know, we'll yeah. deal with that later. So I remember I was doing really bad and my mom was like, I want to take you out of the school. You can pick a school. And there was this like new art school in Coconut Grove next to like Mr. Moe's and Senior Frogs. And it was next to a nail salon. It was like a art school, but tiny. And there were 60 kids and no graduate. I, I would have been the first graduating class. I did. I am the first graduating yeah. class. Yeah, I did graduate from high school. And when I went there, I, had, I already had a boyfriend and he was he didn't like me having any friends. And if you have a boyfriend that doesn't let you have any friends, I want you to know he's fucking everyone. And <laughs> I did not understand that. Why can't I talk to other girls? Right. What and, will they say about you? And literally, I was like, why does everybody hate me? <laughs> he's like, I don't know. It must be your personality. No, nope. I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think you're telling them that you love them and that you, they, I won't let them be with you. Right. Like, uh, which is only something a 16 year old girl would believe, but yeah. that's fine. I forgive you all. Anyway, <laughs> um, so when I went to that high school and I couldn't have any fucking friends mm -hmm. and they all, I, it was a very catty situation. So I didn't really have any friends either. I would have to eat with Mr. Lombardo, the math teacher. And he kept telling me these like theories, like string, vibrating string theory. And I'm like, like this is- This is not what I was like, told high school is like. I was gonna be like Laguna Beach. Yeah. And here I am very much giving Katie, mean girl, no Virginia George, like that's just me, whatever. So I was like super studious and I think I burnt myself out. So by the end of that, when I first started, I had like a 1.2 GPA and I graduated with like a 4.1 wow. or something. Actually in fucking saying, I remember doing math and being like, oh my God, I think I'm starting to get it. And then it went away. Like that was like one or two quizzes. <laughs> it was a fleeting moment. Yeah, and I'm glad I had that. So you end up going to college? I So I yeah, by the time I was graduation speaker, I won the director's leadership award wow. for my county. I won because I had the most community service ever. I got into college and I started going and I was just, I could not make it work. And then around that time, I also found out that like my ex-boyfriend, and it was like my first real, real mm. like heartbreak. I couldn't grasp it. And then all of a sudden people were like, come out with me. So I started going out all the time. I was so burnt out at school that I was like, okay, let me take a break. And I started working as a wardrobe assistant for the celebrity stylist who is still like a second mom to me. And we were working so much together. Then I was like, okay, I'm going to try to go back to school. So I went to another school and I remember I was taking a math final and somebody calls me and they're like, hi, Sofia Vergara would like to fly you out this evening to New York to style something with your boss, whatever. Are you able to make it? And I closed Goodbye, my scantron and I said, next time. Yeah. And then I went to another university and I was like, maybe I should go away. So I went to like Santa Fe in Gainesville. I was like, maybe I'll go to UF. Bitch, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> I lasted like a month there. I couldn't find my footing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, this fucking, this blows. And so then I went back to Miami and I was still working in styling. And then the fourth time I went to like Miami-Dade Wolfson campus. And then I couldn't, it'd been too long that I had been like working. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna give it a break. And then the fifth time I was gonna go apply, my mom was like, let's let this go. Let's let this go. Just lock it up. Lock it up. If you wanna Move do on. it later in life, let's do it in a way where like I don't pay for it. And I was like, that's no fun. Right. So that's what happened. And then I moved to I moved to Bogota for a while, be with my family, and then I moved to New York. And that was ten years ago. I've been in New York for ten years too. But I actually I literally just moved two weeks ago. Uh, to Jersey. Yeah. And I hear my Jersey's home. The best dream. place ever. Jersey's literally the best and fuck anyone who says otherwise. We I, used to say otherwise. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> no, we. Oh, like, when you no. moved to New York, you're like, oh, you uh, always no. wanted to do Jersey? Well, I grew up in Jersey. Okay, that's different. So no, that's I different. was always like, screw anyone who mm -hmm. thinks Jersey sucks. Mm -hmm. because you have memories there. You just, yeah. The people I mean, you love are there. It's great. It's, I love it.
I am so excited to tell you about one of today's sponsors because I have been a paying customer of theirs for over six years now. To say I am a fan is a massive understatement. Let me tell you all about my love for ButcherBox. As someone who loves a good steak dinner, a salmon and rice bowl, air fried chicken thighs, or a spicy meat sauce dinner, ButcherBox is at the core of almost every dinner I cook for my family. ButcherBox was started with the idea that everyone should have access to high quality, humanely raised meat. They offer subscription boxes right to your door filled with 100% grass-fed beef, pork-raised crate-free, and free-range organic chicken. This is super important to me when shopping for meats as not only are there definite health benefits, but I notice a huge difference in taste as well. My favorite part about ButcherBox though, I can shop from the comfort of my home and I get the best options out there delivered straight to my door. Our freezer is constantly stocked with all of our favorite meat options so that we are always able to whip something delicious up. I've had this subscription set up for years so that I know I don't even have to worry about shopping for my meats. If you've seen me do any of my grocery hauls, you already know this, but I rarely am ever buying meat in stores. Thanks to ButcherBox, I don't have to. I am so excited to tell you about their newest offering, chicken nuggets. Are you freaking kidding me? A dream come true for both me and my son. Get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com foodie and use code foodie. Claim this deal at butcherbox.com foodie and use code foodie. Today's episode is sponsored by a brand that I love so freaking much and one that you have heard me talk about for years now, Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens every single morning. I gave AG1 a try because I hated taking a multitude of pills and vitamins, and now it has become an everyday staple. I take AG1 first thing in the morning while I journal, and it makes me feel like I am doing something good for my body first thing to start the day. I truly believe that like our mornings and right when you wake up, set the precedent for the rest of your day, and I love that I am putting my health first. I love AG1 because it is all your key health products like multivitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more working together as one. If you're someone who is sick of taking a handful of vitamins every morning, AG1 can make your morning routine much simpler since it is made with 75 super high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients. If you've ever been with me in the morning, whether it be a sleepover, a girl's trip, or a family weekend, you know I'm giving you a travel pack to try because I am determined to tell as many people about AG1 as possible. I love getting my people hooked on products that have changed my wellness game and hearing how much they have also helped them. I'm not kidding. Every time I go on like a bachelorette trip or something, I leave texting everyone follow-up questions on how they are liking AG1. So if you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com FFF. That's athleticgreens.com FFF. Check it out. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi, I'm Sif Heider, the founder of Array. I'm a wellness entrepreneur and digital creator, and this is my show, The Dream Bigger Podcast. Listen, I love dreaming big, but you know what I love more? actually having the resources to make those big dreams happen. And hey, dreams can sometimes be private jets, but other times they can look a little something like having the best skin of your damn life or starting a successful business or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. Remember to subscribe. We drop new episodes every Tuesday. So see you then. I have so many questions okay, tell because me, tell I feel me. like there's so many directions to take this. Uh-huh. So I really left it open. <laughs> How the hell do you know so much about pop culture? I think it because was lonely. Because I think you're like the smartest. No, <laughs> honestly, I think about this all the time when I watch your stuff. Like I'm someone who knows nothing about pop culture. Uh-huh. Like I know the main people, kind mm-hmm. of, honestly, not in today's world. I know mm-hmm. the main people from the 90s. Mm-hmm. And I was like diehard Britney, diehard. Justin, less now. But 
I just cannot keep up in it's, today's it's, world. It's a big web. It's a big web. And like, I am utterly blown away by people who are like who really can take in the information and remember it. So how did, did this start? I think it's because I started saying things. So for me, I grew up in a family that like some families have like activities like they watch like football like other families like they cook together my family we watch tv and movies like we're a mm -hmm. tv movie family i think it's also like my mom was so fucking tired she's just like take you know, this magazine or something when the teachers hung over and they roll in that tv yeah. the best day ever <laughs> best fucking day you like didn't do your project isn't that crazy though that those teachers were like 23 and like had teachers are wild absolutely coming down absolutely and coming down they'd walk in and just like roll the tv out and we're like yes and now i think about like what they were experiencing as the teacher like, uh, we were like kids. let's fucking go yeah or like some teachers would let us play oregon trail the fucking yeah. shit so my family i think they really wanted me to know them and in order for me to know them mind you my fam my mother's side is colombian and only till recently did we start learning about artists from other countries and them like breaking it into the American markets because mm -hmm. of the internet. But in the 90s and early 2000s, you go to Colombia, if it's 2001 and you're listening to Hot in Here on Y100, you go to Colombia and they're listening to Hot in Here. Right. You know what I mean? Like they idolized American pop culture. So when I was watching movies that they grew up watching or listening to music that they grew up listening to, it was very collective, man. And we listened to like a lot of the Beatles, obviously, but my mom loved Pat Benatar and like Carole King. And, and we would talk about these things, right? And then my mom, especially, we would watch movies. So I'd watch like, I don't know, I'd, I'd watch like Crocodile Dundee. We're a big, we love Crocodile Dundee in my house. I love that fucking movie. But we would watch these movies and we're like, do you know that's, that woman dated Tom Cruise? And it just started like that. And we would share that way, you know? Like my grandfather's favorite movie is Gaslight. So when this term started on TikTok, gaslighting, gaslighting, people were like, what's gaslighting? I'm like, holy shit, that's what that means. Because that movie was about this man who like gets off on making his wife believe that she's nuts. So like she's a really young wife and he would pretend to go to work and he'd hide in the attic and he'd watch her. So like she would leave a room and put the cup here. And he'd move it and then be and like, he'd move it. oh my God, what the fuck? Or like he would would move the kid. Jesus. Or like something, like he would yeah. lose something or he'd knock on the knock on her door and run up the attic and she'd open it. So she thought she was losing her mind and she would tell the help. And he, so, and that's like gaslight because you can't right. see the gas. You can only mm -hmm. smell it, whatever. But those are things that I learned from pop culture. And those are people who like, whoever acted in that movie, those movie producers are the people who hired Judy Garland. And Judy Garland was really good friends with, and it goes on and on right. and on and on. And those are things that you talk about with your parents. And then when my boyfriend was too busy fucking other people, <laughs> I would watch like behind the music with my mom. Or we'd watch Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous or like E! Hollywood Story. Like we'd watch all these things. And like I became fascinated with it because one, they'd show you all the pictures. Like Natalie Portman and Britney Spears were best friends when they were kids. What? Because they were on a, a Broadway show together as understudies. So they became best friends. And they had a 20th birthday party, I believe, where there are no, they had a joint birthday party. There's only one photo. Nobody knows what happened at that party. That's amazing. Incredible I wish stuff. we still lived a life like that. Or like I remember watching like an Ashton Kutcher story and they're like, after dating Janet Jackson. I was like, what? what? There's so much. There's so much. Like Justin Timberlake dated Beyonce for a while. And what? Then started yeah, there's You're a teaching bunch. me so much. Sandra Bullock and Ryan Gosling for a while. Oh and God. then Matthew McConaughey. Sandra, Sandy. I love her. Killing it. You know, but so I, I found this like so fascinating. And this is before like nepotism or whatever. You just truly... We're learning about these people. But I think I became fascinated with it because of that time in my life where I was hearing these life stories and terrible, horrible, horrible things would happen mm. and they're okay. So I'd be like going through like these, like I had a falling out with my dad. I would like, and I'm like, God, I'm just like Stevie Nicks. You know what I mean? Like you would just <laughs> like, like they get through it. I can yeah. too. And I think because that was such a specific point in my life where like my frontal lobe was like melting out of my fucking ears because I was so upset about everything all the time. I think it helped me develop a fucking empathy, but I don't empathize when people are like, oh, who empathizes with wealthy people? It's not that. It's like when you hear about like, people are famous differently now. I was talking with Hannah Burner where it's like, you would listen to these stories and 
people like they didn't even respect it back then but it's like they would say like oh she fucked her way to the top but like taylor or britney like they were in pennsylvania they would do every single fucking talent show they started getting money from talent shows and then they did state fairs a producer heard them and then they traveled all the way to nashville they moved the whole family to nashville mm-hmm. they pounded the pavement or like shakira you know, like Shakira doing every fucking talent show. And then she performs for somebody at a talent show. And there's a Sony producer there. So she performs for them at the fucking airport. And then from the airport, like you hear all these things. And now people see, and there's all these stories about like the band and this and the fighting and the fucking. And now people are like, and she uploaded videos for a year. Like this is different. Mm-hmm. So I approach my friends and people who I interact with word fans i just can't do it I, people i, I interact refuse with, I, I can't fucking do it hate it so much i say my freckle foodie family i'm but, like a fan member well you have the little ration on your fucking side what do i have well you can like teffies my testitos yeah you like know something I, mean? I don't know but that i cannot say the word fan it like i won't do it Ugh. so i say people that i interact with okay. you know what i yeah. mean like people that interact with me people i interact with whatever i approach them like that there's no way that you can know me if i won't like let you know me that being said, though, I talk about this a lot with people who are like, I want to be a content creator, but like, I don't want people to know so much about me. And I'm like, you don't know anything. If you think about it, there, you, there's no details anybody can give me about my life unless I give it, like unless mm-hmm. I say something. But like, if I go through a breakup, nobody fucking, nobody really fucking knows. Exa- right. Like and what's happening. Because the moment you make it so fucking specific I'm not sharing with you any, Mm -hmm. I'm presenting myself to you. And I don't have to tell you, I always, like, I don't have to tell you how my dog died. You know, in 2015, rest in peace, Droopy Pessoa, we miss you every day. But I don't have to tell you, I can tell you, like, I had a dream about my dog last night and it killed me. I miss her so much. I don't, and immediately, that's vulnerable enough Mm -hmm. for people to be like, okay, I can relate. I don't have to tell you, you know, I was in New York, it kills me all the time. I couldn't afford to fly home. And when my, they had to put her down because she was so old and she was so sick. She was a bastard hound. That's why her name was Jupy. Santa Claus named her. And Santa Claus wrote a note on the computer saying, if you do let me out, I will die and get no. hit by a car. Why would why would Mom. Santa Claus? <laughs> so she would go out for a walk and I'd be like, yeah! like it was terrible. But I don't have to tell you that stuff for you to be like, mm. I really miss my dog too. Or yeah. like, it sucks. Grief is so terrible. Like, I can't believe I'm never going to talk to like my grandfather again. Mm-hmm. So when I talk to people about like my life or like content or whatever, it doesn't have to be so like, cut my heart into pieces. <laughs> Wait, you know? That is so fucking weird. You were listening you to Papa Roach? No. La- is it Papa this Roach? This is the weirdest thing in the world. <laughs> Last night, I was sitting at my sister's apartment and uh-huh. she can vouch for this. I'm literally typing on my computer out of nowhere i just yell cut my heart into pieces this is my last resort and her boyfriend was like are you good because usually when i make emo jokes i do so that's the first time i do papa roach wait what the hell and i don't even know the last time i listened to that song you know what i heard in the taxi cab the other day from the lips of an angel i said what the fuck wait that was wild who's that tila tequila okay. is in that music video wow. i believe tila fucking tequila you're saying names i honestly don't know who the hell you're tila talking tequila about i don't know celebrity names this shit's not a ce- celebrity is wait kind of we you. actually should play a game i should have prepared you where you can show me a celebrity face and i can tell you if i know the name my cousins and i do this okay they we don't have to but this I would is, love to. They text. We have a text chain all the time. They just send screenshots, and I'm like, no I fucking idea. Like Airbud. It'll <laughs> be like Timothy Chalamet or like anyone in today's world. Mm-hmm. No idea. TikTok, absolutely not. Couldn't tell you. Could not tell you. But but you know like you know like Cameron Diaz. Well yes yeah, yeah. the classic. Duh, you we just share like, a name. She's my idol. There's a pop culture drop off, and I think it's I'm, because I'm at the drop off of when we went to college. I think it's because also like you were probably were you a studious person. And a nostalgic person? I'm not. I I cared a lot about... In college, I played a sport. I partied a lot. And I cared a lot about my academics. So yeah. I, yeah. So there's a point where, like, like, I can tell when someone stopped watching movies or, or, like, being in pop culture because their first real job started. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there is a... So when they have a moment... This happened to my mom. She started a... She was with her previous firm for, like, 32 fucking years. She started this new firm... And she was like, okay, I have to like, kind of like start over. She, that happened six years ago. And I started to sit her down and I was like, you and I love Nini. 
We love Nini. We love Kim. We love Sheree. We love all the housewives. We love. I'm literally like who I didn't know who you were talking about. Well, it's when a, you say real Kim, housewives, I'm like Kardashian. But it, I think it's like you forget the things that you enjoy. And like for her, there's so many things that I'm like. I literally feel like I can show you the world. the world. But there's things that I know she wouldn't. So I think there's a point in six years ago where I know what, like the last thing that she was watching. Her last show was that Claire Danes show where she's like a spy Homeland? home. Yeah, she fucking loved it. She's like, but I, I know it's because she was like so fucking stressed that she would tell me I'm so committed to other things and other people right now that I cannot emotionally That's absorb. That's how I feel. I was just well, like, I'm now a have a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A baby genius. But yeah, baby genius. But I do know, then I'm kind of like, why do I even know this other random shit information? Because of TikTok. Yeah, which I try so hard not to scroll. Okay, mm-hmm. my other question. In terms of content, I'm curious your take on this. So I, I'm not in your DMs. Right. But I do feel like just generally, like mm-hmm. every time I bring you up to anyone in my life, I'm like, oh, oh I fucking love Teffy. They're like, same. That's so and nice. it is you are just someone that I've never heard anyone in the creator world or my real world be like, nah, she doesn't do it for me. Like everyone's like, I fucking love her. I want. You know, I'm curious w- what you think it is about yourself because I've thought about it a few ways. Mm-hmm. Okay. One, I think people love pop culture shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and so you're providing them with this, like, mm-hmm. you, you're Dopamine. reaching them on this level of like. I know what you mm-hmm. might care about. Let me lay it all out for you and explain it to you. You're mm-hmm. providing them with information. Mm-hmm. Two, you're not annoying. Like you're not, there. <laughs> no, but like there are videos sometimes where I make, I'm like, I am so annoying yeah. sometimes. I, mean, I you know? the same way. Can we call my brother? <laughs> no, I'm going to keep going. Mm-hmm. But I also think you just give this like best friend vibe. Mm. It's crazy. But I, but I will mm-hmm. say, I love that you are not afraid to show attitude and to in like I do coming back mean. at people <laughs> and get mean because I get so fucking mean in my brain. Mm-hmm. But I'm always like, don't do it, Cameron. Don't do it, Cameron. Just let it be. Let it be. And I want to be like, you little fucking bitch. Yeah. I think so. Like so Drew, know. Drew's really good about that. She was, she's like, I never said I was nice. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Drew, I fucked up because I told people I'm trying to be nice. And that's <laughs> fucked up. So I think sometimes, I think the meanest thing I ever said to somebody is like, I saw them like making fun of somebody and I, it really pissed me off. Like pick on someone your own fucking size. You know what I mean? Well, hey, people pick like, yeah. if you're, are you in the stands or are you on the field? If you're in the stands, shut the fuck up. The peanut gallery ass bitches, you know? And, (laughs) and I remember I said, was it worth it? Was it worth it for 13 likes? Was it worth it? (laughs) And, and that, and, they responded and they were like, you didn't have to make fun of my engagement. And I was like, no, I know where to get you. I know mm-hmm. I when someone's like trying so hard, I think it's because I am an older sister yeah. that I know what to do. Like my sister and I'd be fighting, I'd be like, nice fucking shoes. Oh, and she'd like, be like, I know how to hit them where it hurts. Yeah, but I try to make a video every six months being like, I don't know why people assume I'm Barney. I am not Barney. I am very much an older sister that has been mean to her siblings. I have been a bad friend. Same, I have same. fucked people over. The reason I talk about cheaters so much is because I have cheated. Mm. I kissed somebody when I was 19. <laughs> and it was on my boyfriend that fucked everybody. Like, well, then no, that's even. I couldn't sleep at night. But that's why, like, that torture that I feel, like, I felt, like, I told my mom, like, I feel so bad. And she was like, you know, eating her fucking pudding cup. Bad people don't feel bad. And I was like, ah, like it so was true. so true. And I know so many people that don't fucking feel bad. And she's like, fuck it. So I think sometimes online when I am mean and I see people seeing like, cause I know that I'm mean sometimes when people say like, wow, Tuffy, that was really mean unfollowing. I'm like too late. I removed you as a follower too late. <laughs> and, and I'm like, why are you bluffing? You're still following oh, me. I removed you as a follower. Fuck I got you. A and I'm like, fuck off, Rachel. Meanest DM the other day. And it was like, this is my official Goodbye. We're I'm at an airport. You're still fucking following me. The departures. Oh, like we're I not don't at need United. To hear. Oh, fuck off. But the other thing I will say is like, I sometimes will go low. Where like if if someone's trolling me from a real account, like bitch, you better believe I'm gonna find out your whole life. So like this older woman was. So I go on her Facebook. I find a photo of her and her children. Mm-hmm. I send it back to her. I'm mm-hmm. like, is this your son? I hope you're teaching him to be a better human than you are. Like, I will defend myself because that's the other thing that pisses me off it's like oh we're supposed to give love and light and i'm like but at what point oh, at ha- what point am i allowed to protect myself what the meanest thing i've ever said to somebody and i posted on twitter and people my yeah i love i talk about it all the time i like my twitter 
people are the people I love the most. Wow. Like they are my favorites. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm That's on TikTok. Instagram I'm like people. Instagram like, and then Twitter. I'm like ah, like that. Yeah. You know. And I posted it. And I was like, I've had enough. And even they who like love and adore me were like, too far, too far. What'd this you say? woman posted something and it was like totally irrelevant. Maybe it was about like cheating. Or, yeah, I think it was about like traditional relationships and how they've evolved and like whatever and how hard it was to date. They replied and they were like, it's liberal women with their blue hair. They don't know how to take care of a man anymore. And I was just in a bad fucking mood and I was sleep deprived. Maybe, you know, stressed out from work. And I saw this comment and I was like, dude, fuck you, bitch. And her fucking profile picture was a golden retriever. And I said, you don't deserve your dog. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, well, that, hits where, that hit where And hurts. I removed her as a follower. And sometimes I see like somebody liked that comment. I didn't delete the comment. I yeah. did the tweet where I said I did that. It's like deep in like some video. And I see people liking it and it says like replied to and it says like, wow, Teffy and it, dot, dot, it cuts off. Yeah. From the, and I'm like, I don't care that you fucking saw that. I don't give a fuck. That's that kind of bitch at like camps outside at like the fucking clinics and shit, like being a fucking loser. Like go fuck yourself. I try to tell people all the time, like I'm gonna fuck up and I really appreciate you like riding with me when I fuck up and letting me know like, bitch, I love you, but this is mean. And I say it to my followers all the time, right? But. I think also I, I grew up most of my life thinking I was detrimentally unlikable. I've had the same friends forever and we fight and we can't get enough of each other. And I make new friends all the time, but sometimes in my mind, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm just not that likable. And then people tell that to me sometimes and they're like, I searched your name on a search engine, yeah. whatever. And I haven't seen anything bad about you. And I'm like, I saw this one bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's one bitch, you know? You know what else? Maybe. What? It's because you've always thought that way about yourself. Like, I've got a pretty big ego. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, I own it. Like, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. I can be down on myself, of course. Yeah. I don't think I'm like the best mm -hmm. at all. And I yeah. can, my mental health is a mm -hmm. fuckery sometimes. But you, I can convince myself you, I'm the worst. You are likable. And if you don't like me, it's your problem. Yeah. Or maybe like, I think I grew up like, quote unquote, popular and I feel like that has sometimes come to bite me in the ass as an adult. I was not. See, I was eating lunch with Mr. Lombardo. No, see, this is what I actually think. I think it does impact you as an adult. Yeah, I think it does. I think also people don't really know me and I love that they think I'm likable. But at the end of the day, like I probably remind them of like what they would do if they had the following that I had. Yes. You know what I mean? I think that's that's what I'm trying to say. I think you, I hate the word relatable because it's the number one thing that people will say to me and the number one people that I'm your bitch. Like, who yeah. love me and people who troll me will yeah. say it's what I'm not. So like you But you're can't, not relatable? Yeah. But well, because I can't be relatable to everyone. No one can be relatable to everyone. Right. Because just look at it from a wealth perspective. Right. I won't be relatable to people who have less money than me because I spend in ways they could never imagine. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna be relatable to people who have more money than me because I'm not yeah. buying a new outfit for every wedding. I never show my purchases. So that's that's another thing. thing. Never do. That's another thing. Because we're women. Up with we you. can't do that. We can't. We can never do that. I would never. Well, you don't win. I, you, no. I mean, yeah. I just made my most expensive purchase the other day of my entire life. I bought a vintage Chanel watch oh, and I'm wearing it. Dreamy. I will never show it. I will never show it because the moment a woman. Yeah. You, I say this online all the time. You could see a rapper with 15 chains. No on, one cares. A businessman. What's his name? The Wolf of Wall Street could have 15 Armani suits. And like, what a fucking baller. A woman, we stand next to our new Acura. <laughs> People are fucking starving. Fuck you. Someone I asked take me the bus. for a link once. Specifically asked, can you link your loafers? Okay, they're Gucci loafers. I've had them for six years I used, or 10 years. I used to work in the corporate world. I wore them every single fucking day. $900, be Nine, realistic. Yeah, I post them and she's like, I just think it's a little outrageous. And I'm like, you, they're my loafers. What do you want me to do? I spent like, it's what I spent the money on. So anyway, for me, it's a little crazy too because the first designer thing I ever bought was 31. I'm 32. I was 31. I was up and down that Zara. Okay? Love Zara. There was not, but for me, like Aritzia. Yeah. Was like, well, that right, shit's so gonna, expensive. Yeah, $90. But also like I, I did, I don't want to paint it as though I grew up like poor, but I did grow up in like a way like, do I go out for cocktails tonight with my friends or do I pay my rent? Like mm -hmm. that was how I grew up. But I see the way people treat wealthy people and everybody wants to be wealthy. It's actually so interesting to me and I think about this a lot now as a parent. So some people will openly admit their wealth. Some people will try to hide their wealth, whatever. I've been very upfront since the beginning. My parents are rich. I can't 
unchoose my parents. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. just how I was born into. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that people get some, not everyone at all, but that on the internet, people will get very mad about that. Where now as a mom, all I can think about is I want to make, I want to be able to provide. You don't think I wanted a pool? This amazing life for my child. Yeah, Like that's absolutely. the That's the goal. That so is what why, our parents came here for. Wh- so why? Well, I don't know where your parents are from. But no, they're, they're, you know, they, but they're from here. Us Colombians. Um, yeah. <laughs> so like my parents didn't really come from, they're from Pennsylvania. Okay. But like people on the internet get so pressed, but then like when you're a parent, you're going to want to do the same thing that you're getting mad at someone else for having. People you know? ask me all the time, are you a capitalist? I'm like, I have to be. <laughs> I, I I can't look at my parents who came over here and be like, no, I'm more into the barter system. They will be like, bitch, are you fucking crazy? It's just a point where like the reason that they came here so that they could provide opportunities for me so that I could provide it for my kids. I think they knew that we would have it a little rough, but it's the it's our mm-hmm. kids that like they want to provide for. Wait till she hears I don't want any. We'll have that conversation later. But I feel like when, when it comes to online, when it comes to the internet, the majority of people don't give a fuck. Right. The it's people just who the care people who so really loud. care so loud. That's what it is. They're so loud. And I feel like there are people who are online so much where I'm just like, just because I can exhale at dinner when the b- bill comes, I don't have to stress about it. It doesn't mean I think I'm better than you. And it doesn't mean that I'm Absolutely a bad not. person. But I, but the fact that you have to say that sometimes, people are also, you have to understand, like there is, not you have to understand, but I think people have to understand, especially if you're internet facing. Every time I say that, people think I'm going to say internet famous. I thought Over you were my going there and I was like, Teffy, I really thought better of you. No, <laughs> internet facing, if you're an internet facing personality, you happen to fall on people's timelines during, the worst days of their life. True. Like bird shit fell in their hair right after their expensive blow dry. They then stepped in dog shit. Their boyfriend broke up with them. Their cat died, like whatever, God fucking forbid. But like- We're like, not scrolling on Instagram and TikTok when we're fucking happy and living our best. lives. And I think- Like if, myself included. If I were to be like, and these are my new Gucci shoes, I'd be like, <laughs> I've fucking had it. And I look at people and I'm like, I understand. I understand, but just like you feel about me, I don't have to fucking like you either, bitch. Agreed. So fuck you, Becky. And then, you know. Yeah. You know what hit this spot recently that I'm absolutely going to try to recreate one day in the future because I can't stop thinking about it? One of my lunches from Saqqara. It was their burrito bowl with turmeric corn salsa that had rice, pickled serranos, avocado, plum tomatoes, and this delicious creamy cilantro dressing. My God, it was amazing. The best part about it, absolutely best part. Like, yes, the food was amazing. Yes, it tasted delicious, but I simply grabbed it out of my fridge when it was time for lunch. I poured the dressing on, I shook it up, and I sat down to enjoy. I didn't have to do any freaking prep. Sakara delivers science-backed, plant-rich nutrition programs and wellness essentials right to your door. Their ready-to-eat meals are nutritionally designed to deliver results from weight management and ease bloat to boosted energy and clearer skin. If you're like me and the idea of menu creation and honestly just like the act of cooking sometimes is just too much to take on, or if you are like me and have intense decision fatigue, Sakara is for you. It takes all the work out of the equation and it allows you to focus on the rest of your day feeling fueled by delicious food. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash Cameron or enter code Cameron at checkout. That's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash Cameron to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash Cameron. As a parent, it can be really hard to find ways to keep your kid entertained. And one thing I have learned about having a toddler is that they have a lot of energy. And of course, their attention span is not that long. That is why I love KiwiCo. They do the legwork for you so that you can spend time tackling projects together. Because I get so overwhelmed by the amount of toys and games and things to do out there, and KiwiCo puts it right at my front door. We recently got our box filled with so many age-appropriate toys that Liam absolutely loved. There were stuffed shapes to work on distinguishing between triangles and circles and squares, etc., and stacking blocks for us to try and balance on top of each other. It felt like Christmas morning for him, and it was a wonderful morning for me because it kept him entertained for so long, which is a very big deal over here, and it also allowed me to actually sit back and enjoy my coffee while we played. 
Whether you have one kid or multiple kids, a fresh newborn or a five-year-old, there is something for all kids on their site. The best part is that there is no commitment. You can pause or cancel your subscription at any time. You can redefine learning with play and explore hands-on projects that build creative confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line at KiwiCo.com and use code Cameron. That's a 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com and use code Cameron. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I do really respect how you also openly talk about your mental health and Mm -hmm. depression, Mm -hmm. something I struggle with. Mm -hmm. And I try to share... As much as I can in real time-ish, because I do think that a lot of times we see these people and there's like, oh, yeah. well, when I was so depressed, but like we don't see it in, mm-hmm. how are you doing right now? Oh my God. Well, I told you that my cat is in heat. Yeah. And before people say like, why haven't you spared her? She has like one white fucking blood mm-hmm. cell. We got it up to three. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, and so she's supposed to get her fucking surgery and she got, she wanted to heat the night before her fucking surgery. So I'm right now, the lack of sleep, it's actually... I can't believe how much sleep affects me now. Oh, it's outrageous. As you get older? And I'm not even that, look at my Botox. Oh, I noticed it when you walked in. It looks amazing. Look at my lack of Botox. You know, honestly, I look at myself before Botox and I'm like, I don't think it's very much different. But it just makes me feel good. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Makes me feel good. I've never gotten it, but I'm kind of at the stage now where if I do want it. You're going to be addicted for the rest of your life. Well, I'm not going to do it until I'm done having kids because that's so messed up for me to do it and then have to not do it while I'm pregnant and breastfeeding because then I think I'll notice it even more. So I'm like, I'm just going to live with this and I'll decide later. If I'm disappointed and I furrow my brows, I go, wait a fucking minute. But I think mental health wise, like I think this weekend I'm starting to work out again. If I look differently to you, it's because I've worked out for two days. I walked in, I was like, guys, it's me. (laughs) Hello. Um, But working out and going to sleep, if I could just, also my alcohol intake has changed a lot. I used to like go out with my friends like three times a week. I go out with them once a month. I go balls to the fucking wall and then back into my little like rat hole I go. Like my little, literally, it's covered in wall, like (laughs) when you find like a rat's nest. Yes. It's like this brooch, this newspaper, that's like my apartment. So it that's makes a huge changed. difference. I gave up drinking like 11 months ago and it's changed my life. Could, you know the biggest thing in sobriety? I, I go months on So and I will never say I'm sober because I like cannabis and mushrooms and people get pressed. <sighs> oh I don't God. drink. You don't drink. Okay. I think the biggest thing about not drinking alcohol with those periods, I've gone like five months. I've gone like 10 months. I've gone a year before, like on and off, on and off. Your second Sunday in a row of not drinking, you're like, I could have felt this good. Yes, yeah, what time. have I been doing? It's crazy. But I do enjoy a giggly wine with my friends here and there. Yeah. And I know eventually I'm going to have to cut it off entirely because my hangovers are getting worse and worse and worse. But I'll hang on till then. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like right now, one to 10, I'm at a seven. That's, that's After good. my run today, I'll be at a nine. Oh, wow. I know. But a month ago, or no, like three weeks ago, I was at like a four. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's just mental health. That's the game doesn't discriminate and it evolves and flows like it is jumanji i didn't ask to be this way i look at people me either i look at people and they're like i don't know like what if it works out i'm like i could i'll stab you my little sister literally not a fucking care in the world people you can smoke weed yeah i can't really why it makes you anxious makes me anxious I call my mom and I'm like, before they come and arrest me. She's like, you're in New York. It's legal. I'm like, before they come and arrest me. Oh my God. It is my happy place. I can't. I can't. It makes me so happy. It makes me creative. It calms my brain. One of my anxiety triggers, like my biggest, biggest triggers for an anxiety attack is feeling dehydrated and a fast heart rate. Oh. So I'll be on a roller coaster and I'll be like, 
am I enjoying myself? Or oh, I, I will having... never go on a roller coaster, an actual roller coaster for that exact reason. You rather smoke cannabis? Oh my You'd rather do God. marijuana? What type of cannabis are you enjoy? smoking? That's making you feel this way, girl. We got to go to a shop. Yeah. I Have think, you done um, mushrooms? I can't handle a marijuana. <laughs> you think I'm going to do a psychedelia? You're out of your fucking mind. Why? So I can talk to Princess Peach and Mario? No, you don't have to go that far. Doesn't matter. I've already thought okay. it. I've already fucked myself. Carrie, Carrie, I almost said Carrie Bradshaw. Carrie Fisher did that documentary. Enjoy your trip on Netflix. Ella, I don't know. Oh my God. All these celebrities talk about their first times doing, yeah. doing acid. Like fucking Sting helped deliver a calf after he <laughs> took this like acid brownie and he was like what the fuck like it was crazy he was like on his farm and his cow on his farm like just started giving birth but carrie fisher was talking about how she used to do lsd all the time and like one time she was talking to this acorn and like a tmz bus passed by and they're like that's princess leia and she was like no it was so bad but she was like i feel so bad for people today because people have already talked about their bad trip so often that they don't go into it well yeah and excited. like you can you don't have to fully trip you know so there are some drugs where I'm just like, I get it. You know, like people are doing a dosing ketamine and shrooms for depression. Yeah. I fucking get it. Mm -hmm. But well, that's why, honestly, you started. Yeah, for my depression. No, you were like, we were. I went to the forest with my friend. Well, no, <laughs> yeah. no, I did it. Okay, uh -huh. well, full. I mean, everyone who listens to the show knows this. I wanted to do a full trip. Got mushrooms. I was ready to go. Had this whole day planned. I was cramping, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Uh -huh. Took a pregnancy test, and I was pregnant. By surprise. So I was like, all right, mushrooms cancel for tomorrow. My friends have been like, fuck it, the baby's safe. Just do it one time. Like, my friends are like that. Like, but absolutely. I, so then I didn't do it. Then I was in postpartum, whatever. Then I started hearing more and more about it from a mental health perspective. Yes, I've taken them for like fun at weddings, but also I think that they help my depression a lot. Fun at weddings. That's incredible work. <laughs> incredible. I said, I'll see like a doggy video. I'm like, incredible work. Like this, is, um, but I yes. feel like I could talk to you literally for hours. I know. Okay, one other thing that I quickly want to touch on. Yes. Like, and we'll keep it brief. We got to mm -hmm. land the plane, the two of us. Okay. Female friendships. Right. How do you personally deal with evolution of friendships and friendships ending? Not well. <laughs> it's just like to keep them broad is unfair. It's like a breakup. Like every single one, it's like a romantic breakup or like every time you leave a job, it's like each one is so unique and each one you're tied to differently. So there are friends that I have broken up with and I sleep fine at night, like fuck off. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and there are some people that broke off their friendship with me and I'm like, I get it. I was pretty shitty, like fine. But then there are some friendships that are fucking detrimental. So the evolution of female friendships, I don't want to speak to it because none of my friends have kids. So I think maybe the biggest evolution was I have like one other friend that like dropped out around the same time I did. Like we were like kind of in denial about it. We're like, see you at Miami Dade. And like, <laughs> but my friends that were in college, I think they saw me and my friend as like a reason why they should stay in school. And there were some things that we stopped relating about where they felt like, wow, she's really struggling. Wow, you know, she can't hold a mm -hmm. job or like, wow, her work-life balance is so fucking bad or whatever. And they felt like college was this like place where they were like paying for the certificate as like a easy pass in Disney that they get to skip that. And then they graduated and I was like, I fucking told you. Right. I've been lying about having a degree for three years. You think it's a fucking degree? Look at my LinkedIn. I have like a master's. Like, <laughs> please. <laughs> like, it's not the degree, you know? But it, I think there was a point there where like the projects I was working on were like taking off. My friends that were dependent on me being their ego boost or like, at least I'm not her. I could see their discomfort. Yeah. Or where they didn't wear, where they didn't want to like see me as somebody more successful than them. Or I saw it as like, we can go to brunch. Right. How fun is this? Exactly. And the they didn't like that. Now, yeah. Like, they didn't eh. like that. Or like, I can pay your Venmos now from right. 2017. Isn't that fucking nuts? <laughs> Let you me know? go through my request. So f female friendships, I just, it depends on, and it depends on both people. I try to see people from the lens of, if I'm doing my best, I expect you to meet me halfway. But if you're going to be an asshole, I'll meet you there too. If you want to mm -hmm. be a dick about it, I can meet you there too. It'll hurt me. Yeah. But, you know. I also think that you got to surround yourself with people who are there cheering you on when you've got a big win. Like, people should be celebrating. If they're not celebrating, they're not your true friend. Yeah, but when you're young, you think that's common. Unfortunately. When you're young, you think that's like everybody. Right. 
I was going to say this about pop culture that when I was younger, I was like, wow, like only like two or three people, they make a point of like famous people saying like, and they're still friends with their childhood friend, like Lady Gaga, Rihanna, a couple of people, whatever. I know the reason why celebrities, I'm not comparing myself to like these no, fucking A-listers. because the people... They their friends are like well now they understand for us or that yeah they they understand that it's like that sometimes it fucking sucks like it sucks to watch people talk about you in your comment section like you're they're not in your fucking house I literally come and get out of my house I understand that I think when I I was very I was very naive when I first started I expected so many people to be like yay and people were like well why not me yeah and I'm like I. I'm going to lose all my hair. Like it was just too mm -hmm. much. Or like, you know, I heard one of my friends, uh, an ex friend of mine say like, if I was pretty, I could do her job. Oh. First and foremost, toxic Y2K. I was like, you think I'm pretty. That's so crazy. you think I'm pretty? But then the other part of me is like, no, fuck you. I do, I work. I work, I, I literally tap dance for the internet every fucking day and I try to make people love feel that. important. Hello, my baby. <laughs> I think about this all the time. I mean, my little sister is the one that should be the influencer. And she is so like, I am so proud of you. This is this and that. She doesn't listen to my fucking podcast. So she'll never hear this. What's little bitch. Name? Lucy. I'll tag her. <laughs> but she is like such a supporter where she could easily be like, well, fuck, why, why isn't that me? Well, I support you. <laughs> Next time you get a hate comment, can instead of replying to it, can oh, you just tag me? Taffy. Yes. Okay, Taffy, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. Thank, Thank you. you for coming Thank on here. Thank you for having me. Oh, you are so welcome. We can do this anytime. You're welcome. Come Whenever. over. I'll go to Jersey. Hell yeah. Let me show you a good time. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Freckled Foodie and Friends. I have so much fun recording the show. It is my favorite part of my job and truly is what lights me up. Your feedback and response to every episode is what keeps me going. And if this episode resonated with you, please feel free to DM me over on Instagram or share on your stories. If you are looking for a way to support the show, please rate and or review on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcast. It means the world to me and it really helps the show grow. Please also make sure to hit subscribe so that you are up to date with new episodes coming at you every Wednesday morning. And of course, please be sure to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at, at Cameron Oaks Rogers. I love you and I appreciate your support so much. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.